Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm Drew Grutch. I'm Alex Edwards. And today we are talking about The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 3, Chapter 11, The Heiress. But before we do that, uh, we are going to start off the podcast with a five-star review from iTunes. Uh, Lord Firedeath, five, five stars, says, check Tuscan Radio out. Tuscan Radio is a fun exploration of Star Wars, including episode recaps and insight. Good times. Thank you, Lord Firedeath. So if you guys want to hear your five-star review read at the top of the show, just send it to me on iTunes, and I will read it. So that's that. And then we also have some really, really exciting news. So Anchor measures stuff by, like, every two weeks. Like, there's, like, a new demographic for that. The week from September 30th, Oh, no, through the week from October 14th to October 28th, I think. Right? Okay, October 28th to November 11th was our best two weeks ever. Guys, we had 1,124 listens. That's insane. Thank you so, so much. That's great. That's a lot. I, I, I love you guys so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Oh, wow, this mic is uh, very loud. Yeah, we got a new mount, so uh, let me know if uh, I probably shouldn't be talking this loud. I shouldn't be, be whispering either because that sounds bad. So if you are listening on, on headphones, you should probably take out the headphones. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you guys for, the, for that. That was insanely amazing to look up to. That's like last year when the show first premiered. I, I woke up that morning, and there's, like, 500 listens for that for, like, one episode. For, like, the pilot episode of Mandalorian. That was just crazy to wake up to. It was crazy to happen again, and thank you. Thank you so, so much. So, so let's get in, 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 in the episode now. We've got some uh, just basic facts about it. For those of you listening in the near, in the distant, distant future, Chapter 11, The Heiress was released November 13th, 2020 on Disney Plus and ran for 36 minutes. This episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, who directed last season, Chapter 4, Sanctuary, and was written by Jon Favreau. Uh, The episode description from Disney Plus reads, The Mandalorian Braves High Season Meets Unexpected Allies. So let's first talk about the runtime, because I feel like we're going to be talking about this a lot this season. This felt like an hour. It was only a half hour, but it felt like yeah. an hour. That's not a knock against the show. I just feel like sometimes, like, with Netflix, like, they just have to, like, just cram stuff in there to make the episode be an hour. But I love that, like, it's not that, like, this felt like an hour. It's not because it was boring. It was just they covered so much ground. Um... So we're gonna, gonna, gonna get into some spoilers now, some spoiler stuff. So I, if if you've not seen this episode of Mandalorian, leave because I'm, I'm gonna give a giant giant spoiler for for the episode. In three, two, one, we saw Bo-Katan, and now Mando's looking for Ahsoka. Yeah, he's looking I for was, Ahsoka. I was not expecting the Ahsoka. I, um, th- there were rumors about that. There were rumors about it. We're gonna see Ahsoka this season. 
I, I wasn't gonna get my hopes up, but like, I mean, we saw Timothy Oliphant playing Cobb Vanth, which was heavily rumored. We saw T Tim Morrison playing Boba Fett, which was heavily rumored. We saw Kate Katie Sackhoff reprising her role from the Clone Wars and Rebels as Bo-Katan, which was awesome to see. Yeah. And that was also rumored. Now, I, I really think we're going to see Ro Rosario Dawson in like two weeks. And I, I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka in next week's episode. I, I don't think that because the episode two, two weeks from now, chapter 13, is both written and directed by Dave Filoni, who is the showrunner for both Clone Wars and Rebels. And if anyone des deserves to bring Ahsoka Tano to live action, it's it's him. So I, I don't think we're, we're going to see her next week. Also, I don't think we're going to see her because he just figured out <laughs> where, yeah. uh, um, like who he needs to bring her to or who he needs to bring the kid to. So... I, There's gonna be conflict and how to get. To him. I I think they could end it. I think they could end the episode in kind of the same yeah. way they ended the Force Awakens with just having like Mando like seeing Ahsoka. I think they could do that, but I I, I don't think we're gonna hear her say more than one line next week at the absolute most. Right, that makes sense. I I think he's gonna have another side quest or something I, I i think it's funny like just like okay again i i don't well, like to call it filler but it's kind of like filler but of him just like okay we had to kind of stretch this out maybe maybe he runs into may, may, maybe he gets to the planet corvus and then um, Sabine or something is trying to protect Ahsoka because last time we saw Ahsoka it was in the series finale of Rebels and she and Sabine were going to go and find Ezra so I, I, I don't maybe we could see that Um, Alex I would watch like the la last episode of Rebels before next week or two weeks from now uh, that's okay. a good episode so yeah just watch like like, episode 4, 15 of that show. Um, so, let's go and break down this episode. Um, Alright, so I got my notes right here. Uh, <laughs> there was that scene right at the beginning when they're like... When the Razor Crest is just like burning up and it's falling down to uh, Trask. And then like, they like just get it. And then it just kind of tips over and just falls into the ocean. And you got like that like Mon Calamari dude just being like... <sighs> Yeah, these old ships. Um, that was funny. Then we get like the like well, like the like the title card being like the Mandalorian chapter eleven, the heiress, and I immediately knew it was Bo-Katan. I immediately knew like oh my god, we're gonna see Bo-Katan. We're gonna see Bo-Katan this episode. Um, this is, and Bo-Katan is the fourth Star Wars character to start in animation and then move to live action. There was Boba Fett, in, who started out in like the a animated part of the holiday special, and then he showed up in Empire Strikes Back. General Grievous started in Star Wars Clone Wars, and then moved to Revenge of the Sith. 
and then Saw Gerrera, uh, started in The Clone Wars, and then ended up in, in Rogue One, but I think this is the first, I think this is the first time that, like, the same actor, I think it's the same actor, um, who was playing him, uh, I'm, let me just check Mount. Yeah, it's the first time that the voice actor plays the, um, live-action character. Yeah, uh, I'm checking IMDb right now for Matt Wood, who voiced General Grievous. But, but I mean, but Katie Sackhoff has done stuff in live action before. Uh, and, yeah, that's true. Matt, Matthew Wood did not voice General Grievous in Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, she is the first one to just bring her character up to live action, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah. so, Baby Yoda and Din Djarin reunite with, um, they reunite Frog La Lady and Frog Man, and those are their a actual names that they've been given, it's not, yeah, like, like, in, in, in the subtitles, like, Frog La Lady sees Frog Man in the distance, um, <laughs> and Baby Yoda is, is hungry, and then I just wrote in, in my notes, uh, he's hungry for blood. Um, and, and Lucasfilm did come out and say, like, there was, like, a, a Lucasfilm executive that was like, I don't get like, why, why people are so mad, like, we eat chicken eggs all the time, and, yeah, well, chicken eggs that we eat are, have not been fertilized, just like the eggs that Baby Yoda was eating, but, like, I have a feeling that if chickens were, like, an active- Are getting mad about that? Like, if, like- if like if chickens were like an active part of society, I don't think that we would would be eating their eggs. Yeah, but people are getting mad about people that. are really mad at him. Like I like last week, I, I yeah I was I was was calling him Bob, Bob Yaga last week because he was That's... eating the children. Yeah, no, people are people are really mad at him for that because like I I don't I I don't. I don't know if you caught this, Alex, but, like, people would be less mad, but, like, Frog Lady said, like, these are the last eggs of my life cycle. Like, these are the last eggs I'll ever... It's, it's fake. <laughs> Still, they don't want to... Star, Star Wars fans get mad about everything, Alex. We we are very, very... We, we, we are a very ang angry bunch of people. Um, so... Yeah, he, so Baby Yoda was hungry for the blood, and then uh, Frogman directs him to the bar, or the inn, and I was very, very reminded of Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah, throughout the whole episode, I thought that, too. Uh, yeah, um, so Din Djarin and uh, Baby Yoda go off on the ship with the Quarren, and just don't trust the Quarren, I think we... The, that we've realized at this point, just whenever there's a Quarren in Star Wars, they're usually not doing very good things. Um, because there, there was there was that Clone Wars episode where like they were trying to take out Princely Char, and then uh, here we are now. Um, and they, I I was like six in the morning, I think, when I watched this episode yesterday. Um, I may have actively been like, um. I may have screamed a little bit when they kicked, when they pushed ba Baby Yoda into the, uh, in, into the, uh, 
What was it like the man? It wasn't the manacore. That was that's like a ma ma manacore. I think it was manacore. I was. I was very reminded of that scene from Jurassic World, where um, like they have like that dinosaur down there, and then like he just like jumps up and eats the uh, like the. I think it's like the fish or something. This is what I was thinking right. of. Um, and yeah, like that was like. I feel like we've kind of all had dreams like that, where like someone just like throws something that that like we love like into like. The ocean or something, not the ocean, just like something where we can't get it ever again. I feel like we've all had like a nightmare like that. But um, that's what I was reminded of, and then uh, well yeah. And then Boktan shows up out of nowhere, and uh, I was like, "What the heck is happening?" Um, you know, I was like, Katie Sackhoff have been teasing a little bit about being in this week's episode. Um, she's recently on Twitter liked some posts from like Star Wars fan accounts, just like speculating about like a Bo-Katan and Cara Dune spinoff series and like she liked the post not that that means anything but you know she liked the post so probably, probably means something it, I don't know maybe it's either she's just liking it because she wants it to happen or she's liking it because she was told oh, I don't to like it I, I don't well anyway just people were like Oh, well, she liked the post. That means something is in the works. And then on Thursday night, she tweeted, "It is it Friday yet? And people went crazy about it. I was just like, okay, really? A lot of people want, want it to be Friday. And I was like, you know what? She's probably a very rich person. Like, if she wanted to take off Friday, she probably could. Um, not that a ton of film studios are, act are actively filming things right now during COVID, but... Um, yeah, um, so, I then have in my notes, um, all Din Djarin wants, like, he's like, save the child, save the child, um, and he's lear lear learning a lot about being a father, and then, um, last season, Palimoto, the, the woman, uh, on Tatooine, the, uh, the one who's, like, in charge, of, like, the, the docking bay, um, like, last se oh, yeah. se season, sh she said, you have a lot to learn about ra raising a young one. And then, like, he, he's really lear lear learned a lot in these last few episodes. Uh, so, yeah, she, she, she'd be yes. proud of him now. Um, the helmet thing. They took off their helmets. Oh, yeah. I was, like... At first, I forgot what if, like, Mandalorians could take off their helmets in front of other Mandalorians. But then I was, like, oh, probably not. They've done it. Um... I've had this argument a couple times with people on the internet, just, like, people, uh, wondering about, you know, like, is this a newer concept? Is it, or, like, I mean, there are people who, uh, last year, I remember, like, having just, like, some conversations with people, like, I remember was one guy who was like, Sabine's not even a real Mandalorian, she, she takes her helmet off all the time, and, like, you know, I, I just think this is a newer rule. Um... But Bo Bokatan call calls him a child of the watch. I, w I wonder if that's what Death Watch evolved into. 
Do you guys don't remember De- Death Watch? That was like the terrorist Ma- Mandalorian group from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. That Bo-Katan was, was a part Bo-Katan of. Was Bo-Katan in that? Yes, she was. Um, at That's first, she was in like season three. Season five has an arc where like Darth Maul kind of takes over Ma- Mandalore, and it turns out like right. Bo- that Bo-Katan is the sister of Satine of Duchess S- Satine, who's like Obi Wan's girlfriend. So, yeah. um, she kind of just betrays De- De- Death Watch, and then she fights al- alongside Ahsoka, like, right before Order 66 happens, and then last we saw her was in the season 4 premiere of Star Wars Rebels, where she and Sabine and Ezra were taken back Ma- Mandalore, and, uh, she has the end, like, the last we saw, she had the, the Darksaber. Which, of course, now Moff Gideon has it. And we don't know how that happened. Um, So, they need his help with um, a job. And then Bo-Katan will tell him where the Mandalorian... Where the Jedi are. And... Mando takes Baby Yoda to to, to say with the frog people. And... uh, He says something like... You be good, and then he turns to to Frog Lady, and he's like, "You, you, you know what I'm talking about." I'm. I was like, "Okay, I, I kind of feel like she, we, like, we would have seen her react to it. Like they're just like the last eggs. I have a feeling she would react to it and be pretty mad." But I, mean, I don't know, may, 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 maybe now now that she, she she's like back with her husband and we saw like a tadpole hatch. So I have a feeling now like she's fine. Um, and like we're fine now. We're good. Um, I was actually very surprised to see like the stormtroopers in this episode. I was thinking back on it. I think this is the first time we've seen like completely white like shiny armor imperial stormtroopers in live action since like rogue one yeah that's because like last season like they were all dirty and stuff and i think it was it it was the same in solo so i was like oh my god like these guys don't look like the first order guys and then their armor's all shiny new so i don't know that i thought that was interesting like we haven't seen them in like four years so um, uh, the Mandalorians take the, um, ship and stuff. Oh, we are both big, a big, a Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans, and we got two, like, minor characters from, f- from S.H.I.E.L.D. in this episode. Yeah. We got, um. We got Boxy and, um. Uh, Felix Blake. So, alright, I'm yeah, looking right now. Um, it was, so, Simon Cassinides, who played Axe Woves, also, um, he, he was the guy, Mandalorian, that Bo-Katan was with, uh, plays, uh, Sunil Bakshi in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Titus Welliver played the Imperial Captain, the guy that shot the two interns, um, in this episode, and then he also played uh, Felix Blake, a fallen shield agent, 
and Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um. And like, I'm very interested to see what like the Imperial Remnant is like. This is like, I mean, this is four years after after the Battle of Jakku. This is like that, which is like the the Empire fell. They like it start like the beginning of their end started at Endor. And then, like, a year after that was when it truly fell. Of course, they weren't all gone. Uh, we know that well, John Favreau has been hinting that we're going to see the beginnings of the First Order this season. And I don't really want to see that. I, I, I've Yvonne and I have been comparing this show to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot in the sense that, I mean, we see some characters from other things, but I don't want to see, like, our, like, Han and Luke and Leia and... And, and Lando or Chewie in the show. Like, I kind of want to keep it separate. And I don't want to see, like... Like, in the same way that I don't want want to see the Avengers show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't want to see, like, our gr- our core gr- group of heroes from the OT in Mandalorian. I, I, I just want to... Like, it's fine, like, we get, like, Bo- Boba Fett. Like, how else are you go- going to tell his, his story? There's really no other way to do it than have him be in Mandalorian. So... Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting, uh, back to the Empire thing, we got, like, Imperial Cyanide, looks like, I don't think we, that we'd ever seen that before. Like, that guy, uh, the captain just, like, oh, yeah, pulled, uh, Hail Hydra. Right. So, uh. um, something I noticed, Bo-Katan, like, she took off her helmet, and it makes the same sound that Vader's does. I don't know if we'd ever seen that before. I'm gonna go back through and I'm gonna look at like I'm gonna try and find audio of like Mandalorians taking off their helmets and see if it does sound the same. Of course, I don't think that Bo-Katan has the helmet of Darth Vader. I don't think that we saw that Kylo Ren has it, but still, I, I just thought that was interesting. Just a little fun, fun fact right there. Mando goes to pick up the baby Yoda from the frogs, and he says. Um, and it seems like Baby Yoda a- is asking him, can I have one? And he's like, no, I have enough pets. It, it seems like they can communicate. Yeah. They kind of just gloss right over that. Like, in the same way that they just kind of, like, in the post-Karadits of Guardians 2, um, Star-Lord is speaking Groot. He, like, he, he can understand, I am Groot. I, that's very yeah. interesting. They, they never, I, I just realized that they didn't touch on that at all. Um, I mean, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just learned it because that, that's not something you would really want to, I, I don't think you would really want to see that. Oh, well, yeah. Episodes. I, and I almost want, I almost want to go back, like after this season is over, I think I'm going to go back and just watch the whole show just at once. Um, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to look for, do we see, do we see like a progression of Din Djarin being able to understand Baby Yoda? Um, so yeah, um, we see like the Razor Crest, like it's taken off and like there's still things like falling apart on it. Like, oh yeah. And like, I thought that was funny. The last shot of the show, they they jump to hyperspace and, and they leave something behind. Now, we know that it is possible for a ship to, like, explode or fall apart in hyperspace. 
we know that's like the inciting incident for the new high high republic book books and comics is that like we have like excerpts from the book from the first book saying like the great disaster like a ship blew up in hyperspace and it destroyed like three or four planets so i don't know if it destroyed the planets but just like that was that's like the inciting incident of the high republic stuff so i i don't think that's going to happen again we have five ep episodes left this season i don't think he's going to die right now um but yeah that's just interesting i almost wonder if like he needs to bypass the compressor, well, like how Ray did it. Just Ray just like immediately just pulls out the right thing in the Falcon and the Force Awakens, and then completely saves everybody. Um, I don't have anything wrong with that. It's just she has to. They they never show her learning anything. She can just automatically do stuff. Um. Um. All right. So. Um. And. Alex, we I some something Ivan and I have noticed is that there's like one sequence in each of the three episodes this season that correlates to that episode last season. So both episode one oh one and two oh one started out with Mando like attacking some guys who wanted the Beskar. At both two oh two and one oh two featured um uh, featured at the beginning, um, bounding hunters attacking him in the desert. Um, both episodes 103 and 303, he's he's being aided by other Ma Mandalorians, and we learn more about the culture, whether it's from uh, the Watch or uh, the Night Owls, as they're called. Um, that that's what Bo-Katan calls her. Um, group of Mandalorians. They're called the Night Watch or the Night Owls. Um, so I have a rating for this episode. Just like out of ten, what do you give it? Out of ten. You cut out for a second. What was that? Uh, so we've been so I've been rating these episodes, or I've been meaning to rate the episodes like out of ten. Like something out of ten, like nine, nine out of ten, ten, ten out of ten, out of ten, and, and you can go with like decimals also. So, what do you give this episode out of ten? Um, out of ten, I really like. I would say probably like eight, eight point two five. All right. Um, I really lo love this episode because it just like connected so so well with Clone Wars and Rebels. So I'm give giving it a nine point five. I don't want to give give it a ten because I feel like if I give some something a ten, I'm just going to give it all a ten from now on, and I don't want to be like this episode of the Bad Batch gets a ten out of ten for just being in the universe. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving this a nine point five out of ten, so that I can save like the ten out of tens for just like some really really good stuff. Um, right. yeah. So. Prediction for next week, I've, I've already said this, but I don't think we're seeing Ahsoka. I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka next week. Or if we, not next week. Or if we do, it'll be at the very end. So, just prepare for next week's episode to be quote-unquote filler. Um, 
I'm now you binged the first three episodes, right? I did. Yeah. I, I, the only stuff I don't binge are um, Marvel and Star Wars shows, just because like I'm gonna those are my two big fan bases. Uh, and I didn't b- binge the boys either because for for the podcast and. Something I found out, like, covering the boys on Average Binger and, and Mandalorian on this show, and then also a couple of weeks ago, Yvonne Iv- and I just covered, like, all of Hellstrom in one weekend. Hell, okay, so, binging is definitely better for, like, the viewing experience, but for podcasting, for podcasting, it's much, much easier and better to do it, like, one at a time when it comes out. Like I that don't think sense. I I don't, I don't think I could do it all. I don't think I could do like four hours of podcasting, um, especially like on the week of Halloween. So the weekend of Halloween. So yeah. Um. All right. That's about all I have to really say. Do you have ha, 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 have anything else in this episode, Alex? Um. I. I don't know. It's not really that insightful towards the show, but I. Um. It just kind of reminded me of last year watching The Mandalorian. Yeah. That has the same feel. But yeah, it's really great. It just, like, comes out late in, in the year. It's just a good show to just watch in the fall, I think. I think it just really fits the fall tone, and I hope that, like... I hope that, uh... I don't think we're gonna get a season of Mandalorian this time next year. I think we're getting it in, like, the spring of 2022. But uh, I think we're getting the Cassian Andor series next year instead. But I, I really hope... I think, like, just fall, like, just, like, the last three or four months of the year are just really great for Star Wars, so, like, when, when, when we've gotten all the movies and video games and, uh, the shows, so, yeah, I like that, um, alright, so, thank you guys so much for listening, I, uh, go fo- follow us on Instagram, at Kid Commentaries Network, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and, and, and we'll read it here on the show. Send emails to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. I'm still trying to fix the email to get it to, uh, Mike to start, uh, start, start a new email. So, yeah. Um, and check out our, um, Instagram. I think I already said that at Kid Commentaries Network and the website, kidcommentariesnetwork.com. Um, you may notice that, that we did not cover news in this episode because we are now doing uh, news and comic and book talk, uh, in a news show. So I've already recorded like an hour of that. Go and find it. The, the episode was published yesterday. Uh, the episode is called Darth Vader ruins my, my voice. So, and if you did l- l- listen to it already and notice there was some mess up with the audio, don't worry. I fixed there is new content in the episode, including a post credits where I'm just like playing around with the microphone. So that's fun. Um, yeah, alright, I'm Drew Gretsch. I'm Alex Edwards. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is the way.